Welcome to the Random City Podcast. Chester Copperpot! He was a pro! He never made it this far! A competitor. He was very good. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? Back off, man. I'm a scientist. The person is smart. People are dumb, panicky, dangerous animals, and you know it. Where did you come from? From your blood. I'm Groot. You will be. When Godzilla's coming, y'all be tripping. Just listen to the old Pork Chop Express take his advice on a dark and stormy night. You underestimate my power. He's gonna be the third scariest thing on that train. These guys come from legend. They're basically gods. There's only one god, man, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. Welcome back to the Random City Podcast. It's me, Jimmy Georgia, once again. And I just wanted to say thank you for listening. Thank you for checking out this episode. And today, we're going to get into some audio I recorded a little while ago, but it actually seems pertinent. And for whatever reason, I don't know why. I don't remember. I never posted this episode that I recorded. But with Obi-Wan Kenobi premiering soon, near the end of the month, I figured this would be a good time to go back and play this. This was originally recorded around the time the original Kenobi like teaser trailer came out. And so we'll hop into that audio here in just a moment. But before we get into that, I do want to mention briefly, after seeing Doctor Strange on Thursday evening, Sunday evening, we decided to go check out The Secrets of Dumbledore. And quite honestly, I had very low expectations. I know a lot of people kind of hate on J.K. Rowling these days, different people there. And then there's people who, who are mad at Warner Brothers for them recasting Johnny Depp. And there's lots of things that probably didn't help this film. And then there was, I don't know, it's been years. Like, I don't remember how many years. I think it's been like four or five years since the last movie came out in this Fantastic Beast thing. I think it was 2018, maybe. It's been a while. And so I think there were lots of reasons. But the movie didn't seem to perform super well at the box office. But overall, considering controversies and delays and COVID and whatever else, I honestly liked the movie pretty well. I mean, as far as these movies go, it was better than the second movie overall. I still like the first of the Fantastic Beasts the best. My main criticism or whatnot, I feel like, I really feel like Mad, Mads Mikkelsen, who's a great actor, seemed very like two-dimensional in this one. He seemed very bland. Like... He was angry a little bit here and there. He was menacing a little bit here and there. But most of the time, he was just kind of there. I don't know. I didn't like him as Grindelwald. And so that doesn't help a whole bunch. But apart from that, it was pretty good. I mean, Jude Law actually is a really great Dumbledore. I really like Newt. Uh, and every time I see him on screen, I'm like, this guy needs to be the Doctor in Doctor Who. I know they just cast a new doctor, you know, great for that young man. I think he's like a 29-year-old dude, so good good for you, dude. Hope that works out for you. I think it's, I think it's better when there's a younger guy. Like, oh, when Capaldi was there, I thought the quality of the show dipped quite a bit. And then once Claro was gone, I really didn't enjoy the show nearly as much. It had it had its decent moments here and there with Capaldi. And then, honestly, I never even finished Capaldi's run. I haven't gone back and watched since then so maybe with the new guy coming in maybe i'll go back and check out some stuff if it's on hbo max or somewhere speaking of hbo max the dumbledore movie is probably going to be on hbo max soon so i'd say if you didn't go to the theaters if you didn't check it out um, once it pops up on hbo max it's worth a watch the only i guess other thing that that might have turned some fans away is they finally like made dumbledore gay officially like i know that's something that was been talked about outside of the movies for years but it was never like blatantly in the movies or maybe i don't think it was in the books because i feel like she she came out with that statement after the books were over so again that, that could be something that might make people 
happy or unhappy or who knows. Again, a lot of people have issues with J.K. Rowling these days, so I don't know. But overall, I think it's a decent movie. I like a lot of the characters here, and I think there's a good foundation for something. Even if they decide not to do another movie, even if they just go off and do a, an HBO show, I think that'd be fine if these, you know, if some of these actors would want to do that. Again, I don't know what their plans are. The last I'd seen was if this movie performed well, they'd make more movies, whereas originally they, they were planning for like five of these Fantastic Beast movies. And so that might honestly be the end. And it, and I guess that's okay apart from I think we were supposed to see this great like wizarding war and we we haven't. We didn't. We really haven't even seen much of a fight across three movies, not really. A little bit, but not not a lot. I mean, like the Siege of Hogwarts or whatever they call that. I don't know if that's what they call it because I'm not like a huge Harry Potter person. But that's what I would refer to it just because of like Star Wars and things. That that was a pretty good little battle between Death Eaters and the normals, <laughs> you know, the normal wizards and witches. But uh, anyway, I will report back as we see more movies this summer. I'm looking forward to several. And yeah. All right. Let's hop in the Wayback Machine and travel back to past Jimmy back in March. Thanks for checking us out this go-round. In this brief episode, we'll be discussing a few recent highlights of pop culture. We'll be discussing a little bit of Obi-Wan Kenobi, a little bit of Book of Boba Fett. We'll mention those catchy tunes that I just can't get out of my head for some reason. And an older series that's concluded that I just finally started watching. And that'll be this episode of the Random City Podcast. So first off, let's talk about Book of Boba Fett real fast. There were parts of this show that were honestly really slow and kind of boring. But overall, I enjoyed it. I really dug the Mandalorian stuff near the end. There's all sorts of great stuff. Don't want to spoil anything if you haven't watched it. But just some of the characters I was surprised to see here. Literally was surprised to see several of them, actually. And so that was awesome. The ending of that last episode was kind of crazy and all over the place, but it was great. I guess they'll do more of these i don't really know what the plan is with this series i assume they'll do more and it sounds like they would do something different if they came back to this at least that's my take on how this all ended but in relation to that the star wars disney shows the teaser trailer for kenobi or obi-wan kenobi that's the name i haven't heard in a long long time that, that showed up a couple days ago now from the time of recording and also EW, um, Ewan McGregor will be on their final print cover. And so that was that was interesting. This, this you know, end of an era of far as magazines and things go. I mean, I used to be an EW subscriber multiple times over on and off back in the old days. And so, you know, that's interesting. So anyway, I, I think that alone will be an interesting collectible, being a, a Star Wars thing, an Obi-Wan thing, an Ewan McGregor thing and the final print cover. Because I remember there was a like a March Madness thing several years ago when Obi-Wan was voted the most popular character. I'm like a lot of people, I think, from what I can tell, that are into the Star Wars, the Clone Wars, and Star Wars Rebels. I don't really like the way they've transitioned some of the characters into live action. It's not faithful to the character. And, you know, it is what it is. Makeup, they can do crazy stuff with. The Grand Inquisitor, in particular, just looks kind of goofy. In the Rebels cartoon, he was much more elongated as far as his head, his face, and he was 
kind of creepy looking like in the in the little footage we saw of him in the trailer he just looked kind of dumb honestly it wasn't it doesn't seem intimidating or menacing just some really pale white dude with some markings on his face i mean that's basically what it like to me and so there's a a big disconnect i think with just that alone the, the seventh brother i think is the name of the other character eh, he looks different but it doesn't bother me nearly as much i mean clearly recognizable as the two characters I'm curious about the the one lady. I don't know if she's an Inquisitor we've seen before or not. Uh, I I don't know, maybe. She could be a different one. Because I know in the Rebel show, I think we saw the second sister. Maybe she's the first sister. You know, who knows? I don't know. Overall, though, I'm looking forward to Kenobi. I, I know Hayden Christensen's going to return in some form or fashion. I think to be Darth Vader, at least that's what it sounds like. I would love to see some flashbacks to the Clone Wars. That would be great. I mean, maybe we won't get that. I don't know, but... That would be my hope. And then I've heard other things about Hayden Christensen being in some other things. I want to see Force Ghost Hayden Christensen. I think it's a wasted opportunity, and I probably brought this up at some point in the past. Ever since George Lucas put him on the DVDs in, what, 2004, 2005? So, like, nearly 20 years ago. So, since that time, that set up the opportunity to have Force Ghost and it can do something in the future. And since Disney purchased Star Wars, what, 10 years ago now almost. I mean, it's, it will be 10 years later this year. I was really hopeful in the sequel trilogy, especially once Kylo Ren was obsessed with Darth Vader, that we would have Anakin show up and like knock some sense into him, say, "Look, dude, I yeah, I was evil Darth Vader for a long time. Your your uncle saved me from the dark side. Turn away from this stupidity and come back to the light." I mean, basically, but that didn't happen. Missed opportunity in that last movie when they were doing all the fan service, but I guess they figured Harrison Ford was a better form of fan service than. Aiden Christensen. I don't know. But anyway, overall, yes, I'm looking forward to this. Ewan McGregor is fantastic as Obi-Wan. I don't know all that's going to happen. Obviously, Obi-Wan goes off world. There's some interesting looking things happening. I'm curious to see where this all goes. Some of my friends online have said things like, I hope they don't ruin this one. Uh, or along the lines of that, I don't even ask, I hope they don't ruin this one. They ask, how will they ruin this one? I really really do hope they don't ruin anything here the star wars rebels characters i can get over it would just take them getting used to like by the second time that other character showed up in the other show it didn't bother me nearly as much it's just that first impression is like wow that does not look right and so again i don't want to be too spoilerific on the on the other show just just in case i don't know but yeah this is as far as like a trailer reaction and some photo reactions I think this should be good. I mean, if it's not good, that they're terrible at their job, I guess. I don't know. I hope for the sake of for Star Wars and for the Star Wars fans that it's good. Me personally, for like the past five years with Disney, Star Wars, they do something I like and then they do something I don't like. It's fairly repetitive at this point. You know, something really cool happens and then they do something, at least in my mind, that kind of ruins the thing that I was just excited about. And so... That could happen again. I hope not. I really do. But at the same time, Star Wars is not nearly as important to me as it used to be. I just don't care as much. I still get excited in some ways about certain things. But it's it's just not the same now. And that's fine. I'm a grown man. I've gotten older. And, you know, it's, it's fine that a, a pop culture IP isn't as endeared to me as it was when I was a kid, a teenager, or 20-something, or whatever. And so that's fine. It really is at the end of the day. Like, a lot of people honestly feel like I was a little obsessed with Star Wars, and it was good that they did things to make me unobsessed with Star Wars. So, 
thanks to Ryan Johnson and Pablo Hidalgo and Chuck Wendig and a few of the others, they sent me into like Star Wars Anonymous, basically. You know, hello, my name is Jimmy and I used to be addicted to Star Wars. But yeah, I hope this is good. All right, so next up on this, what seems to be a downer of an episode, let's move into something more fun. Encanto. Man, those songs in that movie are like earworms, whatever they call them. They just get stuck in my head. And it's, it's a couple of them. It's the, we don't talk about Bruno because everybody likes that one, I guess, to some degree. But the other one they really get stuck in my head is We Are the Family Madrigal. Both of those. They're just like randomly be working, driving, whatever. And those one of those two tunes just kind of popped up in my head for no reason. Living there rent-free, as they say. But it was a cute, fun little movie. Uh, I liked it better than The Rye of the Last Dragon, as far as more recent Disney cartoon stuff. But yeah, it's a fun movie. I liked it a lot. Check it out if you haven't seen it, and you'll get these songs stuck in your head, too. And then finally, I guess for this random little episode of the Random City Podcast, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is a show that I've known about for years, like eight or nine years, however long ago it started. Uh, I look like something I would like. I've always liked Andy Samberg from SNL and some of his movies and things. Yeah, I finally started watching it on Peacock, and I love it. I am into the end of season five. So there's two more seasons to go. And I mean, yeah, like any show, there could be something that happens in the last couple of seasons that kind of ruined the experience. But thus far, it's been a great experience going through the first five seasons with Peralta and, and crew. And yeah, I've, I've really, really dug it. And so I hope I enjoy the rest of the show as much as I've enjoyed what I've seen thus far. So yeah, this will be, this is right up there to me. And I know it's got some of the same behind the scenes people. From, I think from the office and Parks and Rec. So this is definitely in that realm of something I could watch again and again. I, I just, I mean, the office, I, I just still, I lose count. I feel like we're up to like seven or eight times. The Parks and Rec, I think it was only, only once so far, but I definitely could go back through that again soon. Psych, I've gone through multiple, multiple times, I think three or four times. I don't know, once I find something I'd like, I, I don't mind going back to it. So this is one of those. Community is another one. But yeah. I guess that's going to wrap up this random episode of the Ram City Podcast as I talk about Star Wars and Kanto and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. You know, contact us. Follow us on the social medias. Email us. All the things. Thanks for listening. Peace.